Welcome back to the OGT podcast. We got my boy Michael in here, seminary student, about oh, to be. Not now. Not now. <laughs> Luke, Blue Devil, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but as you guys know, well, some of you know, some of you don't, Hudson just got shipped out to the Marines. Um, so for a few episodes, Michael is going to be my co-host. And by no means does that mean that Hudson won't be when he gets back. That spot is for Hudson. Michael, when he gets back, you out. You out, Mike. You out. No, no, no. He out of here. I'm the oh, no, I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to him. But, uh, <laughs> Michael, just before we get going, I got to ask you, bro, whose time are you on? Uh, the Lord's time. What you mean? I mean, that's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, the first, you're the first person that hasn't said on God's time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he did that on purpose. <laughs> but, but no nah, man we're on god's time we're on the lord's time yahweh you know yeah so many yeah, sure. but uh but okay what i really want to get into uh we were really going to talk about um like accountability your circle like who's around you and that's the reason i've been really wanting to do this episode um because michael for me i have two people who i consider to be like um a little older than me but help me like you know make good decisions and that's michael and that's carter vance those are the two like kind of older people that i I really like look to immediately um and i kind of want mike i I just want you to talk about what we were talking about a minute ago about how like um you know you only have like five people that you truly text well yeah like out outside of family outside of family i can say there there is five people and two of them like it's like once or twice a week the rest of them almost daily if not every one or two days you know it's like we regularly stay in contact uh you're one of them Mm -hmm. um uh, a couple of my other boys from college and you know i do have some mentors over me but i see them more in person but those are my people those are my people everyone needs a a circle everyone needs a group everyone needs uh fellow believers around them and to influence them pour into them so yeah, and like, you know, Michael Todd, uh, well, okay, Michael Todd says this a lot, but obviously it's in the Bible. He says, you know, faith comes from hearing. So whenever, like, you know, there's older and wiser people around us, you know, that can pour into us and that can uh, speak life into us, not only just give us direction and guidance, you know, say like, hey, I did that. Don't do that. It's not worth it. Then, you know, that that's, you know, something that's really good. But for me, I mean, I have, you know, Devin Stetson and Hudson are my three best friends. And then after that, uh, I mean, I've got a wider range, uh, but like, I really have a small circle, honestly. Like I got a few people in my life that really uh, help me make my decisions and help me, you know, I go to, of course, my family, of course, uh, you know, that's, I wouldn't, my faith obviously hasn't came from my family, but you know, my faith has been inspired from my family seeing people like my mom, you know, she just took a leap of faith. She's going to work for FCA now. Uh, my grandpa worked for FCA for 20 years. My uncle was a great basketball coach. My dad, he's a pastor. That's a big one. Uh, you know, I, and like, you know, I see all these people in my life who've had faith and they've inspired me like, Hey, be around people that love you and that will pour into you and that, you know, will be there for you. And it's like, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of want to talk about how, like, there's a lot of people that, they assume, I don't want to say like cutting people off because I don't like that term, but you can stop hanging out with people as much and still love them. You know what I mean? No, no, you're, you're 100% right. Uh, it does change the, 
dynamic of the relationship. Um, there's definitely some people in my circle or my, my formal circles that like you know, we're not as close as we used to nowhere near as close as we used to be. Uh, I still I still love them. If they picked up the phone and they called me and was like, hey, Mike, I need you. something," I'd be like, I, I'll be there <laughs> with ease. Um, but whenever you actually have people that are on the same goal, same mindset, yeah. working, working towards the same purpose of living a life for Christ. And that is the core, not like off to the side. They're like, uh, you know, we've, we've, we both have some, uh, have had some friends that yeah. were like, yeah, 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 I'm a Christian, but that ain't the center. That's yeah, not the most exactly. important thing. Like I'm still trying to go out here. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to, uh, go out here and enjoy my, uh, enjoy my, I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to do me. Uh, wow. we, we've had those people, right? <laughs> we've had those people. Uh, and it's like, okay, that's cool. But I'm trying to live a life of purpose. I'm trying to yeah. live for Christ. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to be set apart. I'm trying to be different. Mm-hmm. And it can feel very isolating. Yes. That's what we were talking I, about a minute ago. And, and, and uh, it's, it's actually really funny to me. Uh, speaking of Mike Todd, he said it before, but I heard it in another uh, sermon, actually. Or, I don't know. It was a video somewhere. You listen to so much Bible or preaches, yeah, all of it, it yeah. gives the mission blur. Yeah. Uh, but somebody, they had, they had put it in the way. They was like, you know, we always pray. Actually, I think it was uh, Craig Rochelle. He was like, we pray. I think it was him. I could be wrong. Anyways. Good. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so, uh, somebody was like, we pray to be like Jesus. We pray like, Lord, you know, like, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more like you. Like, Lord, come on. Like, bring me to a place. And do we sometimes do we actually realize how much we're, or what we're actually praying for yeah because if you look if you look at jesus 90 percent of jesus's life isn't even mentioned oh no it's, right so, so, so it's like it's like his birth and then it's like the last three years of his life that is it and it's like wow he, he jesus was in uh what they would consider obscurity jesus was put over to the side like jesus jesus had to grow jesus had to grow and mature and get to the point where he would be ready and that same thing applies to us we're yes. we're we're the seeds planted in the ground that we eventually we grow up and we're able to bear some fruit for christ yeah because like i and yeah i mean i i've been you know working on some stuff with like kind of like <laughs> talking about that specifically like we often like we we wish away these seasons of loneliness and we wish away yeah. these seasons of waiting and we we wish it away, but dude, I will tell you, like right now, I've had so much time to do things that I'll never have time for later yeah. when I am, you know, uh, maybe not in a season of waiting where I'm busy all the time and where God's like, Hey, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And like right now, God's like, no, we're on this and we're working on this. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with, you know, I'm in college. I mean, like I, I wouldn't I'd, I'd say I'm pretty busy, but at the same time, I'm also like, you know, I have free time. Like I'm in my dorm right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so there's nothing wrong with seasons of waiting or uh, waiting or seasons of loneliness. If you don't have like that amazing group of friends, because for me, this is the thing for me, I have an amazing group of friends, but none of them are near me. Like Hudson's yeah. at the Greens, Stetson's at Harding, Devin is at Lyon. I'm you know, at Williams, like, I'm not like, I have an amazing group of friends that I like, you know, go to with a lot, but a lot of them aren't near me. And I'm making amazing friends here. But it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. 
if your core group is not near you, gosh, we have, we have technology and you can, you know, do that, like whatever. But also if you don't even have anyone in general, like don't be discouraged about that. Like you don't have to be discouraged about it because it will come with community and with time. No, absolutely. Um, uh, there's, there's a book. I'm, it's actually a really short book, but I've been going through it for a very long time now. I'm going to write a, a paper over it, but um, it's called uh, Life Together. And it's by a, a theologian back in like the 1940s, 30s. Uh, it's a beautiful book, but it just talks, it's called Life Together by Diedrich Bonhoeffer. Uh, anybody out there, I highly suggest you get the book. It's a little dense, but it, it, it's, it's a yeah. short read. It's dense, but a short read. Uh, nonetheless, it mentions like the importance of community, that we need each other. That, that uh, There's a little part I, I, I want to read from it. It says, um, and this is in regards to like just talking to your, uh, your brothers and sisters in Christ. It says, therefore, the Christian needs another Christian who speaks God's word to him. He needs him again and again when he becomes uncertain and discouraged for yeah. by himself. He cannot help himself without belaying the truth. He needs his brother, uh, brother man, as a bearer and a proclaimer of the divine word of salvation. And like, that's awesome. Yeah, I got this book highlighted. It looked like a rainbow. But <laughs> but there is something that just stands out right there. And there's another part. But anyways, that right there, I was just I was always just taken back and I always come back to that. The importance of having someone else to talk about the word of God, someone else that actually is reading the word of God, because there, there comes points where we do feel lonely, where we do feel broken, where we do feel anxious or needy. We, we feel these types of ways. And it's easy for us to be like, yeah, I know I need to go read my word, but I don't want to read my word right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know I need to uh, confess uh, some of my sins, but I don't want to do that right now. I know I need to go pray, but I don't want to do that right now. But then when we come into communi community, many times where you've called me yeah. or, I reached, or I shot you a text, yeah. uh, we have those moments to be vulnerable. We have those moments. And then follow right after that vulnerability is, hey, you know what the word says. Hey, well, this is the word. And it's so refreshing. Right? And that's it. It's so refreshing because you're like, I knew that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, Jenny Allen just wrote a new book. She's one of my favorite authors. Uh, she wrote Get Out of Your Head, and it's really good. But she just wrote a new book called uh, Find Your People. And it's a book, and it's, I think the title says, Finding Community in a Lonely World. Uh, or finally got finding godly community in a lonely world it's something like that but I saw a highlight of something that she said that amazed me and it it I wouldn't say changed my perspective more like broadened it and confirmed what I was thinking she said so many people in this world say I have Jesus and that's all I need and like yes like yes we should be content by ourselves but but she said to herself, she said, God literally created us to need one another. She said, Amen. he was like, she was like, he created us to need other people in our life, to need accountability when we fall back into our addiction, to need encouragement when we're broken. She was like, God didn't create us just for him. He created us for him first, then for other people. And I know so many people who are just like, I'm just chilling. It's me and God. We're good. And I'm like, yes, that's great. 
but that's not an excuse to isolate yourself from people. Oh yeah. gosh. Did I really just yeah, I, 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 right, 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 right. right. right <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what was it? A couple days ago, I, we may have talked about it, but I was sitting, I, actually, I was talking with uh, Jake and I was like, I came to the conclusion um, where I know there are, there are times for me that I continually just pour out to people. And I love checking in on people and being there for people and just like, you know, keeping my phone hot. Mm-hmm. But then there come seasons where I'm just like, you know, I burn out mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, I really don't want to talk to nobody. And I'm going to take and I, and I say I'm going to take time for myself. But really what I do is I pull away. Mm-hmm. I pull away and I just go into isolation. It's not time to really grow and reflect and to depend on God and be pulling from the source, but it just becomes like throwing up the walls and being like, all right, I'm going to do some, uh, I'm going to watch Netflix. Uh, I, I, I'm going I'm to I'm play a game on my phone. Uh, I'm going I'm to sit around and uh, work on some uh, fantasy art or some, uh, or, or some, some maps and some book ideas that I'm working on. And it's like, that's the stuff. I'll just get caught up in doing things that I, I, I like to do, but it's just distractions Yeah, where yeah. I need to be. And from where God is like, and it's always, always, it's like that. It's like a tug on the heart, a tap on the shoulder, like, you, you know, you'd be over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, Lord, 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 chill, 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 chill. I'll get there. I'll get there. But, but what's all, and it's very easy for me to get into that place. But something that I've, I've enjoyed is to get a text from like you, get a text from my boy Jake or, or one of my mentors, like to reach out and to be like, Hey Mike, how are you? How are things going? And then it forces me to to yeah. address it because I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie about it. It's like, all right, all right, okay. So this is what's going on. This is the issue. This is the problem. And they're able to pour into me. They're able to encourage me. You're able to like, you know, be there and be like, hey, bro, you got this. It's gonna be all right. And you yeah. know, we just talk things out. And you, yeah, bro, you you have to just talk things out. You have to because the thing is, like. What a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people get confused with that. Yes, you should be great with your relationship with God. But sometimes, like I saw this thing one time, it was like, uh, it was a TikTok. It was like, sometimes your relationship with God is like this. And this person was like smiling and it was like light. And then they were like, like that. And I said, and sometimes your relationship with God is like this. And that's okay. Yeah. And then like, and it was like darker. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was, it was kind of like, Wow. Like it brought you some perspective, but I know so many people that are just like, like they just like, how do I put this? You shouldn't want to be in a bad place by any means, but if you are, it's not a big deal. It's to be in a bad place is to be human and to need other people is to be human. And it's, it's literally, it's right here in the Bible that, yo, like, uh, in James, what does he say? Confess to your brothers and sisters. I don't even know. You probably know it better than I do. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's basically, you're right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, man, there's just, there's nothing wrong with like, and there's also nothing wrong. I, w- I want to say this. There's nothing wrong if you have the right group of friends, not to brag about yourself, but if you, if something cool happens in your life, I think that you kind of see like who's there for you and who's not with how they respond. Because mm-hmm. what I mean by, and what I mean by that is I don't want to say, yo, I had 25, like I got buckets and I don't want them to say, yeah, boy, you a bucket. Like, no, not like that. But I would say, bro, I had a great game, man. I had one of my best games tonight. Oh, how'd you do? 
man, I had 25. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. It was, it was fun. We got a good win. And if I start, that's where you, that, that's another thing like where you can humble people and check them. Like if I say, yeah, I got book of snow, I got 25. It's like, and not to be super, what, not to be a church, Chad, like you shouldn't go, well, who'd you give the glory to? Like, no, <laughs> not like that, but just to kind of check and be like, okay, well, where's your heart at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, uh-huh. not to be a church, Chad, and to be like, hey, I noticed that you didn't give the glory. <laughs> you know but like, just, you know, friends see past things like ego, pride, insecurity. They see past those things and they see who God made you to be. And when you have that, it's just so awesome. And I just get some friends, man. <laughs> I was actually, um, it, it was, I was thinking over this, I don't know, sometime last week and I was talking with a good friend of mine and I was like, the, the number one thing that I cherish in all of my friends and people in general is authenticity. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, I want people to be real. If someone hates me, I want them to be real about their hatred for me. If someone is in love with me, I want them to be real. If someone could care less about me, I want them to be real in that in every aspect. But there, there's uh, two important parts of authenticity because uh, I was talking to her and she was like, "Can you have more than one best friend?" And I was like, "I was like, mm, yes." I was like, "You can." Me personally. I was like, there's many people, I I got good close friends, but there's always going to be like, you know, that one that's like a ride or die above the rest. But anyways, but it's like, it's like, what sets that person apart? I was thinking about this in my head. I was like, all right, so what sets that person apart? Is it because of the intimacy that you have with the person? Like how close and how vulnerable you are with them? Or is it because you've known them the longest? And I, and I, I like, I, and I like paused and I was just like, Honestly, it takes both. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can have a single night or a single conversation where you are so intimate and like you open up and you share every wound, you share every hurt, you you tell your whole entire life story and you pour it all out in one conversation for two hours long, three hours long, four hours long, however long, and it'd be like, wow, I really know this person now. And then but they never talk to you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the next day, it's like ghost. God, you like what? Wait a second, we just we just shared the the dude. The- I will tell you when you like. <laughs> I will tell you when you like. I don't want to say when you have that like with a girl, but like whenever you're like like no, nah, it just it, it's whoever it's with when you have those conversations, and then yeah. you send that like you text that person later and you're like, yo, like it didn't matter if it's a girl or a guy, whatever. But if you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. and you check on them. And then it's just like, I'm good. And then it's like nothing else. And you're just like, what? I thought we. (laughs) There was just an exchange here, but uh, all right, cool. And then it's like that. The the second part to that, that uh, besides the intimacy is the longevity. Yeah. It's like, because this is where you get to see that intimacy over and over and over again. Like intimacy is like, wow, that's great. I see you. But will I see you again? Will right. this be the same person? Right. Will this be the same energy, the same, same love, same affection the yeah. next time? Yeah, yeah, I said it. I said the E word. I said the E word. <laughs> energy. <laughs> I, I got energy. <laughs> but anyways, and it's it's like uh, anyway, as I was thinking, as I was thinking, I was like, I was like, that's actually pretty crazy. Cause if you think about it, 
this is how it's going to kind of be with God. This is why, like, time, because God is, like, literally infinite, like, he's all-powerful, all-knowing, like, he, you know, he, he has been there since the very beginning, and he'll be there all the way because there is no end with him. And we're going to have that in heaven. We're yeah. going to be able to walk with him and experience his intimacy mm-hmm. forever. That's the longevity. And as I was like, man, we're going to have the greatest relationship and friendship with God ever yeah. because we're going to spend so much time with him. And it starts here. Yes, yeah. It starts here. And it doesn't just start, like, with me and my Bible, that which is crucial, but also the, like, the next step of like me and you, me and my other accountability, yeah. my other uh, friends and, and family that we share and just dive into the word, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, and like, man, yeah, that's, that's facts because you see a lot of people don't understand when people talk about like making uh, eternal treasures. What that means is like, you know, have you ever heard some people that, think like you won't know anyone when you get to heaven or whatever i keep i keep i keep hearing people were like yeah we won't know anything i'm like no nah, i think we're gonna know it all yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was like i, I was we, like we gonna remember everything everything yeah no I'm about the like, good and the bad like god ain't taking like, that away from us <laughs> but i mean like when people talk about making eternal treasures that means doing things that will matter forever yeah. And that doesn't mean that you can't watch Netflix. That doesn't mean that you can't play sports, that you can't do whatever. But it's like people don't understand that everything that you do, you have a chance to build a relationship with somebody whenever yeah. you're doing it. And you can't build too many relationships. That's a myth. You can't like people are like, oh, I know too many people. Bro, me, pe- some people would say that I know too many people. I don't know too many people. You may think I know too many people, but I'm trying to know more. <laughs> and, and but there's like there's always a life you can impact there's always somebody you can encourage and there's always somebody that you can inspire and well, okay what you were talking about about standing out I think there's a difference between standing out to inspire people and standing out to impress people because if you want to stand out to inspire people that means you're probably going against the grain you're probably not doing something that's typical and you're probably not like like your goal is to please God. Your goal is not to please people. But when you're doing it to impress people, you're looking over your shoulder and you're thinking, okay, who's watching me? You're thinking like I'm getting the glory. And there's also, there's nothing wrong with being like, I did a good thing, but it's like, why did you do it? Where's your heart at? And that's what I'm saying. Like with friends, they can keep you accountable with that. Like I remember one time Hudson, for example, dude, Hudson, honestly, Hudson, I have like three best friends. Like I would say, if somebody said, who's your best friend? I'd say, I have three best friends. Hudson, I would say in the last year, Hudson and I have developed a very amazing friendship ever since we started this thing because we keep each other accountable. Like I can't tell you how many times that he would look at me and he would be like, bro, like put put a shoulder, like hand on my shoulder. Like, bro, is that really best? Or he would ask me, is your heart in the right place when you're doing this? What's the reason you're doing this? And we would just hold each other accountable. And I, I've always had that with people, but not to the degree that we have it, man. It's just, it's, it's really cool. Jonathan David relationship going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, man. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like I've looked at him before because we are both, we, we have both said we're both the type of people that if we're around people, sometimes we can try to try to make people laugh, I guess. And I don't know, but like he'll, you know, just ask me like, hey, like I've done it with him. He's done it with me. He's like, hey, where's your heart at? 
are you trying to inspire people or are you trying to impress them? Which he's never said it in that way, but that's my wording of it. And I've done that with him because we've been out before and there's been people I'd be like, bro, or he's looked at me and be like, bro. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You just got to have that, bro. You have that. No, you, you have to, you have to, uh, I'll, I'll never forget like my first uh, couple years of college. I really didn't have it. I didn't, I didn't have community. I was definitely trying to impress people. Yeah. Like, Every time I left my dorm, I was trying to like at least look decent, if not a step above. Like I was trying to make a name for myself. I was trying to get to know people. Like I was trying to be known. And then it wasn't until like I got <coughs> uh, a college ministry group, uh, Chi Alpha, that I actually found some real believers, mm-hmm. some people that were not afraid to talk some like some some Bible and yeah. to actually dive deep into to not just listen to what I had to say but also to share what they've been reading on and like to pray for me and to have like one-on-ones to sit down with me and like actually have real conversations yeah and from there I was just like man this is important like even at at the point where I like uh, I'm out of college it's like I look like when I go to seminary I look forward to like at least finding like my niche group my my small group and recreating a very similar exactly it's brother brotherhood the brotherhood and sisterhood of Christ, the family of Christ, the body of Christ is, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a, it's a delight. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, like I, I genuinely believe we must remember not every believer has this. No, there are believers, no. there are believers outside of America, outside of Western countries like out there in uh, like uh, Africa, Muslim Africa, or uh, out in the Middle East, or they're out in like China, North Korea, where like there ain't that many believers, (laughs) if any believers, but, and they're out there and they're out there. They are just out there and they don't have this luxury. That's the word I'm looking for. We have a luxury to be surrounded. We're definitely spoiled. We're spoiled, but we should take advantage of it. Since we got it, we need to take advantage yeah, of it. You feel bad for having things like and for having a good community. Like you shouldn't feel bad for that. No, no, definitely yeah. not. And also, I don't I'm trying to f- remember the terminology. There's I'm I read, I think it was with Louis Giglio. Like, cause you talk about that. Okay. You're like, okay, we have this, we need to use it. There is such a big difference in having people hold you accountable and having people tear you down such a big difference like I can't imagine it's I I don't I don't remember I think it was I read don't give the enemy a seat at your table by Louis Giglio I can't remember how he put it but he said there's a difference between bam and bam talking about like accountability and like with groups and stuff like I can't I can't stand okay there's a there's a trend on TikTok where this you know it's like hashtag church chad and people will make videos and they make, hey, as your brother in Christ, I just thought that I should, you know, tell you that I think you're in sin. Or like, 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 and they're just like, like, obviously the dude's making fun of people like that. But whenever you're coming from a standpoint of you need to be like me, like that's when, no, that's when we're on the wrong track. It's when, hey, you need to be like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, when, like, do you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying no, to. No, I know what you're saying. And I, I have. Uh, so in this book, in this book, uh, Life Together, and that's why I was like flipping some pages. I was like, I, I, I can't find it right now. It'll take me a little bit. But 
Um, it reminds me of a situation as I was reading this book. I was talking, I was like texting one of my boys and, you know, we was just checking in, seeing how life was going. And I asked him about a certain situation that he was in. And he was like, he just tried to like swerve it. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, bro. And I came at him and I was just like, like, it, it was in text, but still it was like, hey, you know, you need to be like more like Christ. Da, 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 da. And I didn't say those exact words, but I, I came at him. And I and I came at him in the wrong angle. And the reason why I said yeah. the wrong angle because I, I read I read in this book and it was talking about we should always see, especially another believer, but everyone with Christ in between us. Mm-hmm. Christ is the filter in which we see them. We see yeah. them as Christ sees them. And Christ does not see us broken. Christ does not see us uh, in, in, in filth. Christ sees us glorified and renewed. Yeah, baptized exactly. and raised again. So right, so that's the perspective. And I was just like, ooh. And, and, and as I kept reading, it was like, when you come to another believer, if you have a disagreement, if they are in sin, when you approach them, you approach them with the kindness and grace of God. And then, if there is still like, and you point it out, and you bring it, and you, you know, you get to the point of tension. You get to the point where like the discussion is like, hey, I, we got disagreement here, like. Yeah. Either, either I'm wrong or you wrong or like we, we need to fix them. It's like you don't try to press your point across. Mm-hmm. What you do is you go to the scripture yeah. and you leave it. You leave it at scripture. And if they like, nope, I don't think that word says that. I don't think this applies to me. Then that is between them and God. And yeah. it's like yeah. you are to return and still be there as a brother in, uh, in Christ. When you bring scripture into it, that is whenever it's like, like if you can both agree on something scripturally then you should be able to resolve right there. You should be able to resolve. But if you see things from two different standpoints, and usually that's kind of a denominational thing, and which, I mean, I'm a Christian and you're a Christian. Like, <laughs> like I could probably say, uh, like, I'm a member at my dad's church at Mount Olive, Cumberland Presbyterian. So, yeah, I guess I'd say I'm Cumberland Presbyterian. But, and you're Methodist? Yeah. Michael, you're awful. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, we don't have to, like, like, if I read the Bible and you read the Bible and we're reading the Bible, then we should agree on most stuff. Now, there's some stuff, of course, there's going to be differences, but let's, I mean, what, what's a very common verse? Romans 8, 28. We should both agree that God works all things together for his good. That's pretty. <laughs> That's solid. That's solid. That's it's solid. It's, it's hard to, uh, and I. And I was gonna you you mentioned a little you alluded to this a little bit like hey we all go through things and yeah. like life is gonna be great and it's like um I was sitting there and I was kind of like laughing to myself I was like you know that scripture where it's like rejoice always when you uh, face diverse trials and tribulations James one two three yeah it's like it's like oh so when I'm going through and it's funny because I always used to read that verse and I'd be like that's impossible and then I finally like hit a stride in my life where I was like. No, I understand because you, again, we did this earlier and I think we both touched on it, but it's like, it's in those times where we're going through where it feels like, oh man, I feel lonely. I feel isolated. I feel like broken. I feel, I feel so distraught, but I'm also like loving and still trying to chase after God, but I feel so bleh right now. It's in that moment that we are being refined where the fire is hot around us. And uh, there, I can't remember the scripture, but it talks about how like we're, we're like um, we're like precious metal 
Mm-hmm. And like, we've been melted down and they're taking out the dross. They're taking out the, the bad pieces. And like, yeah. that's, that's why the fire is there. It's there to refine us. It's there to make us stronger. And it's like, it's like, wow. So it's like, that's why I like, when you, when you understand that you're just like, okay, okay. I'm going through, but I know that God, God is with me. I know that God's got me. I know that he's going to like bring me through this and I can, I can actually go ahead and say, thank you. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like you need <laughs> to keep it simple. Cause we do go real deep sometimes. We do. No, of course. Of course. You know me. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. Okay. As we wrap up, I'm going to keep it real simple. You need people that number one will love you above anything else. Actually, I'm sorry. That love Jesus and love you above anything else. You were like, you're like, mm, ah, there you go. So number one, you need people that love you. That, I'm sorry, that love Jesus and love you above anything else. You need people that will tell you the truth in love, not from a standpoint of, hey, I'm better than you or whatever, but will tell you the truth in love. And number three, you need people that you know will be like, will like. I don't want to say be there in the long run. They will, like, you just need people in your circle. Like, you just need, you need a circle. You need people. And yeah, I mean, above anything else, like you just, you have to have a solid circle no matter what. Uh, I don't know how anyone can go through life and not, honestly. It's hard. It's hard to go through life and not have somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, if to keep it simple, like you just said, um to add on to that as we get really quiet <laughs> yeah and no, no, i was like it's like pray for it yeah for and, sure. and here's i don't know i don't know for anybody that's out there if you ever if you haven't came to this realization yet when you pray for god to do something in your life like hey lord bring this into my life before you ask for that Ask God to prepare you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so that. You, you ask like, hey, God, hey, God, I need some friends. I need a significant other. I need, I need, I need. Hey, God, prepare me for that. And it's not like God's going to zap you with prepared energy. He's going to put you in situations that is going to be trying, that's going to be tough, but it's going to prepare you for yeah, what you are asking for. Like, God, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, man, I didn't even ask you the question of the podcast, which is supposed to be, yeah, 30 minutes later. It's supposed to be, uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given, basically? Ooh. So, uh, two things. How about this? We'll reframe it. What is the best friendship advice you've ever been given? Ooh. That's a hard one. I got a shot clock going. Okay, I got this. Okay, okay, okay. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you the best pieces of advice I've ever been given. One by my mom, one by my dad, and it's gonna answer that question. Okay. My mom told me. Uh, I'll start with my dad. My dad told me he was like, above all else, get to know God for yourself. Mm. My dad is deep in his faith, but he he told me at a young age, as early as I can remember. He was like, get to know God for yourself. So even if I walk away, if my mom walked away and I as my dad, my my dad walks away, my mom walks away, the pastor of the church walks away, still know God for yourself. Yeah. 
And then my mom, and it's not like they teamed up and was like, hey, I'm going to tell Mike this. But my mom would always tell me over and over is no one else can define you but God. For sure. So don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Only God is the one that can define you. And those two I put together to answer your question. I love it. I allow God to define who I am. And I'm not going to run away from that calling and that purpose. Mm. And so I'm asking him that he brings the right people into my life. For sure. So you can bring calling and his purpose for your life. Everything. And, and honestly, ever since I've done that, I've received you. I've mm. received my boy Jake, my, my yeah, boy Jake. Alec. Yeah. Him. Like like I Ethan George, I've got people in my circle now that I know that it's like I, I life would not be the same without them. Yeah, and I know it's an act of God because they all. My boy gonna start tearing up. And no, 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 they core, they core, they are the, they are they are they are part of the foundation. Yeah. Exactly. If, if, if 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 my foundation is Christ, they right there, they right there, they the next level. <laughs> they are the next level, man. So uh, just seek God and seek God, seek God first and foremost and ask him for your friends. And he I love it. I love it. Well, that's all folks. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, for real, man. Michael, thanks for being on, bro. Uh, I love getting your wisdom and I love getting your encouragement and yeah, above all, anything else, seek people that love Jesus and love you and ask, ask God for people in your life that will hold you accountable, that will love you, and that will help you go in the direction he wants you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. All right. See you guys later.